Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. I'm what Mike. What is up? That's Massey. Hey, so we are back <laughs> this week with some awesome people, some guests. Obviously, you saw last week. By the way, before I even get into any of that, we're going to walk right into this. So what we are doing is, is this series of Be the Majority is, is starting off with a bang. We had Julie McCarty last week, which was incredible. We got to share our story, Self-Evident, how it started, why we started it. And you know what? It's being prospered and blessed right now. And there's other people and giants that have gone before us that we're walking the footsteps of. Today, we got a very special guest. We'll introduce her in a minute. But first, there is much going on right now. There is a lot going on. But before we do that, go to theselfevidenttruth.com, theselfevidenttruth.com. And I'm going to ask you right now, if you could take just 10 seconds, share this podcast with your friends. Label it something cool like, hey, learn how to submit to government. Here, we love comrades. We love government. We love socialism. You know, all that stuff. So that they watch it. But that's the point. Why, why don't you guys take that, your time? That might be considered clickbait. Right. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. Tell us where you're coming from, where you're watching from, all that stuff. We're, so share the podcast. We want you guys to do that. We're, we're going to give a couple of seconds. Just we know we're late. We had some technical difficulties, of course. But that's all right. We're powering through. Yes. We don't care. We're going to keep moving forward. So we're going to give people a little bit of time to get in, to get settled, sit down on your couch, get yourself some popcorn, put it up on the TV. Turn the volume up because you're going to have a good night with us tonight. We're ready to do this. We're ready to have a lot of fun with you guys, as well as give you some news and give a very important interview on this series, guys. This series is going to teach you how to do some stuff. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Massey, are you ready? All right, let's do the news bits. Let's get into it right away. Come on, somebody. Let's do it. Slide number one. Here we go. Biden's infrastructure bill. Hot dog. Oh, guys, I don't know about you, but I was super excited about this. I was so, so happy to see trillions more dollars thrown out. Tell us where you're from, folks. Out. Come on. Throwing We're seeing out. a ton of shares right now. Sorry. Go ahead. More, more, more money, more money, more money, more money. Hey, Massey, more money. Yeah, something like Did that. Did you know that more money solves are, all the problems? What are we at now? Four trillion dollars in the spending bill? It's two bills yeah, equal about $4 right, trillion bucks. Right, but let me say something before on the onset. You guys know where we stand on this crap. If you're a conservative right now, say, oh my gosh, I can't believe what Biden is doing. Look, President Trump just outspent Democrats in his last election yep. in the in four years. he's He outspent what we did in eight. So don't start pointing the finger at the other side if we're not willing to point it on our own. Because there's a lot that happened there. We have to be honest with each other. That's really what Christians should do. That's what real patriots should do. It doesn't matter who does it. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. I've seen nothing of Biden that he's done right so far. So we have nothing <laughs> to praise. Uh, at least Trump did some things that yeah. were like many things that were good. But like this and, is outrageous. And we caught flack for pointing out the stuff that Trump did wrong. <clears throat> right. right. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't we, against him. It was about re restoring the republic. It had nothing to do with President Trump as a person. I didn't care about uh, who, like who he was as a person. I'm saying do your job. That's it. You know, do it right. And you know what? He had some bad advice. I'm sure he had some bad counsel, all those other things. Because you know what they do? The Republicans play the game. You know what I mean? Like they'll promise you the world and yet deliver you slavery. It's exactly what they do. They promise, promise, promise. It's like sin. They promise, promise, promise. And once you start engaging in it, it takes you farther than you want to stay. And that's what happens. We just put our trust in people. Like even now. They're talking about Governor Ron DeSantis hopefully running in 2024. I don't want him to run for president. I don't. I want him to stay here so he can teach other governors how to be governors. Or who are we raising in DeSantis's place, number one. Number two, so what if he runs for president? Why are we trusting in one man to fix the problems? This is dangerous talk. 
I want him to stay in Florida. I want him to stay here. I want us to continue to reelect the dude so he can run our state according to Article 10. I, I think what we really want is somebody to run it like uh, with the same kind of attitude that Washington had of, I don't want this. I don't want the right? power. I, I, want I don't power. want the power. And, and everybody credits Washington with being the one who said, I'm doing two terms and I'm done. No more. Yeah. Right. And, and we got to have a man who's like, I don't want to be in power. I'm just doing this because I have to. And the thing about Democrats is at least they're honest in what they want to accomplish. Republicans tend to sell you down the river. Oh, well, we don't. OK. Uh, so I, I want to cover this bill because this thing's this is the Democrat move right here. Right. This is the thing that's that they're looking to do. So we're going to get started with this. It's going to be funded by raising the corporate tax rate from 21 to 28 percent. So Trump, Dude, was, Trump yeah. was finally the one to lower the, to lower the, the tax co- rate. corporate tax rate to be competitive. And but Democrats, of course, come right back in and say, well, we want to raise it back up. You know what's so stupid is when Biden introduces a spending bill, he says, we can afford it. No, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> we haven't been able to afford this since before Bush. We, we can't afford a soda. Right now, no, dude. Our, you know, it's so funny. They think that, that whole what's that? Uh, MM, uh, MVT? Oh, uh, MMT. MMT. Yes. Modern this, monetary theory. theory. Yeah, modern monetary theory is that government can just print it. It comes from the government. Anyway. No, it doesn't. It comes from the production of us. They don't have that. So what happens is we get a Federal Reserve involved, which, guys, we should end the Fed. This is exactly what we need to be talking Ooh, about is ending. The, I don't care. End the Fed. <laughs> Hashtag this. End the Fed. Because they've been destroying our monetary system for years. And our government fell into it, dude. And that's what happens when you have a central bank controlling all these things. We're in hawk to one person. Literally, tyranny is on our land. And we don't even realize that they're destroying the currency. Yeah. And to continue with this. Those making over four hundred thousand will have a rate of thirty nine point six percent. Oh my gosh! Th- almost forty percent because you're making more. And and we'll get to the whole attitude about this, right? It'll institute a global minimum tax on profits from foreign organizations. Capital gains tax could be set as high as forty three percent for the wealthiest people. Oh my gosh! Why dude. bother investing at that point? Because any capital wow. you get out of it. Government takes half. Do you realize that? And I'm speaking to those who support this type of thing. They take about half of what you do. That should scare everybody. It should, because right now, all of the taxes that we pay combined, why, why even work? Just let the government take care of you. Why don't you just borrow the way Goebbels did and all those guys we're, did back in freaking Germany? We'll, we'll get to that. You're... you're Man, you're sniffing up. I know, I know. You, no, I know. I'm getting I'm hot. glad you said that. I'm, I'm really getting frustrated. That. I'm getting frustrated because we fall for this stuff hook, line, and sinker. Exactly. And you know what? Again, this is we say this all the time. The conservatives will talk about it, but dude, it's time to start acting. It's time yeah, to start saying no. Done. You know what I mean? I don't care. Like, if the left can riot, I'm not saying to riot. I'm saying to protest. Yeah. Now's the time. Move this. This now is the, the movement time to be upset, dude. You can unite libertarians, constitutionalists, and republicans now. Yeah. If we can stop this mess and say no, this is straight up socialism, and that doesn't belong in a republic. So the American Jobs Plan specifically will have a global minimum tax of twenty one percent. Right now, the global minimum tax that all countries are supposed to abide by is set at about ten point five percent. So this is going to encourage doubling it. All the all the governments getting together and saying, well, we're going to make sure all of us tax at least this point. 
And then Biden, if he gets his way, basically what this plan would do is it's going to force that tax on all of its corporations, no matter what. So American businesses, no matter where they're doing it, government's going to get the difference. So if they're doing business in a country that's, that's lower than that global minimum tax. Hey, guys, do me oh, a well, favor. We, we'll, ta- we'll tax you the difference, right? Yeah. Guys, do me a favor. Comment where you're from. Please share this video. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's going to be very important. We're going to be kicking butt especially our guest. All right, American Families Plan. So this is this is why I was uh I was encouraging Massey for what he said. So this is producing in you a reliance on the government to provide for you. This is socialism. Hence why I wore the shirt today, guys. American Family Plan directly to the American <laughs> directly to the American people. Plan calls for free preschool for 3 to 4 year olds. $200 billion investment in early education. The White House says that the family's plan would offer universal free two years of community college and up to 12 weeks of paid family leave. It gets better. All employees participating in a pre-K program would earn at least $15 an hour. The plan would also include investments to support teachers who want to earn another degree or seek another credential, increasing the maximum Pell Grant to $1,400. $62 billion grant program to invest in completion and retention activities at schools. $39 billion program that provides two years of subsidized tuition for students from families earning less than $125,000 enrolled in a four-year historically black college. Uh, four more years of, and this is where they get you. If all that other stuff hasn't gotten you, this is where they get you. Four more years of expanded direct payments to parents. And dude, that is where they get the voter. We're going to send you a check because you have a kid. Yep, now you voted for me. What did Benjamin Franklin said? When the people find they can vote themselves money, that'll herald the end of the republic. When people find they can vote themselves money, that'll herald the end of the republic. Mm-hmm. Don't and you think that's what they, they want? That's exactly what they want. Guys, it is not their money. Democrats, listen to me. They're taking it from you. They're taking it from you. They're taking money off your table that you could be sending your kids to college with and giving it to other people. You know why you can't afford it? Because of this crap. Because of what's going on right now, because of inflation on prices, because they keep skyrocketing the dollar, they keep printing more, and it devalues the dollar. Guys, you can't tell me that this can exist. This can't keep up much longer. It can't. It can't. That's why people are investing in cryptocurrencies and other types of currencies right now, because they're afraid of the dollar. China's loving this right now. They're they're freaking loving this right now. We are spending ourselves into oblivion. Um, So this direct payment, it's an overhaul of the child tax credit. This has been in place for decades, but the new legislation, it transforms the credit into a monthly direct payment for families worth up to $300 a month for children under six and $250 for those aged between six and 17. So I want, to think, I want you to put yourself in the mind of the average voter. They hear, you're going to get $300 a month for every kid you got, or $250 a month for every kid you got. Let's say you have three kids. All under you know, the age of six. You now get $900 a month from the government. It's UBI. This is universal basic income. And they've hidden it because what they'll do is they'll put it in and they'll drop the seed under the child part of it. And so all of a sudden you get used to get $900 a month 
And when the government says, well, we're, we're just going to expand that a little bit. This is why we were so against the stimulus checks, because the stimulus checks, you notice they came out about once a month. They're getting you used to taking money from them day in, day out. They want to support you cradle to grave because when you are like that, you're compliant. When you are compliant, you will submit. When you submit, they can do whatever they want. And you can tell me there's no grand scheme in this. There might not even be in their minds. They may just be buying votes and thinking, well, we want to help people, so we're going to give them more money. They're taking your money from you and buying you off with a fraction of it. This has got to stop. We have got to stop deciding that we are going to just take the dollars from the government and do whatever you want because at least you're helping me out. You shut my business. You close my family in. You close my schools. And then you send me $1,400 and expect me to kiss your butt. This has got to stop. And I'm not just speaking to the conservatives. I'm speaking to everyone because this can't continue. They will come out with more and more checks to give you. Exactly. 100%. And again, this is why we're talking about it. This whole thing is, I mean, G.K. Chesterton once said, when you remove God, then man then becomes God. So then man starts to begin to worship the highest thing that it knows, which becomes government because it has authority. See what happens? You remove the Lord. All of a sudden, now man becomes the populace, and we start to worship government. That is paganism. It's idolatry. And we've fallen into this trap that government can somehow provide for us when it's the Lord that does. If you think that the little piddly five dollars $400 a month for your kids while they keep inflating the prices, it's not going to last you. 15 bucks an hour is nothing nowadays. Yeah. G give it to me in 1999. 15 bucks an hour was awesome, dude. I remember when I got paid 12 bucks an hour, I was like, dude, I am going to the bank. Now, 15 bucks an hour squat. You can't just just take this. For example, rent down here has skyrocketed because people are moving to Florida in droves. Right. Your $15 an hour could probably pay for the, the, the bills, but not your mortgage, not your rent. And do people eat this stuff up? Yeah, they, they get excited about it. This and this plan. They have to build a whole new national dis distribution system for the CTC, the child tax credit. Uh, and it's only also going to be fully refundable on a permanent basis, meaning that even households that pay little or no taxes will still be able to get the full money. They're buying you. They're buying you. Also, the day of the speech. Notice this. Notice where people's heads are at now. The day of the speech saw an increase of around 250% for Google searches, including the phrase Biden fourth stimulus check. People wow. want it. Wow. People are looking for it. They're like, hey, am I going to get my fourth stimulus now, check? Now, what are they comparing it to? Check? It's a bunch of liberals that probably searched it. So what are they comparing those numbers to, right? But the, the, number, of, the number of Google searches before the speech. And then the number of Google searches during. I, yeah, speech, I get what you're saying. You know? I get what you're saying. I also too. Did you know? Did, I don't know if you mentioned this because I was looking up a couple quotes. But did you mention that uh, on every single channel on YouTube there was more dislikes than likes? No, they were no, all over the place. ABC, CBS, all these guys. Really, there was more dislikes than likes, and there was more viewers for Trump's speeches than, yeah. than Biden. There's something going on. You can't tell me 80 million votes got this dude in. There's no way. There is no stinking way. I don't care what you tell me. Look, I, I, I talked to a couple of guys in Michigan. They claim voter fraud did not exist in that state. He, Trump lost that state. 
He, he told me, and this guy is like legit one of the best conservatives I know. He said, we did all the homework. We did all the research. We filed the lawsuits. There was nothing that they could have pinned it on. Trump lost two key counties because they didn't like him. They were rich Republicans who didn't like him. So he lost the state, right? But the other states, let's come on, Georgia, Arizona, all these, there's something that happened. You know what I mean? So there's more that happened out there that we don't even know. But 80 million votes, I'm sorry, dude, just, it just doesn't play right to me when I'm looking at what's going on. Especially for a guy who could not scrape together 12 cars for a drive-in rally. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I just, I cannot fathom you know, people that say this man was the most popular candidate in all history. of history. Now, he can't put a coherent sentence together. Have you heard her speak? She's oh, not dude. any, she's not she's, any better. She just starts cackling. No, but randomly. it's not even that. She can't put a, like a, a thought. It's not a, I'm not capping on her. I'm really not. I'm not making fun of her. Just what she says makes no sense. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, she, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) it's not, it's not, I'm not making fun of it. It's just, how did these people get elected? What did they get elected on? Purely to hate Trump. That's exactly why. So one thing that Biden had said in his speech, he said it was time for the mega rich to start paying their fair share. I am so tired of hearing this statement. What is fair? Tell me. I want to know a percentage. What do you think is fair? And then I want you to ask, want you to ask the next guy, what's fair? Because the problem is fair is such a subjective term and politicians throw it out time Dude. after time after yep. time after time. They need to pay their fair share. How much is fair? Yeah, who determines that? Who determines this? Because what it builds is it builds class warfare. So I'm going to go through a couple of things. Let's hmm. do it quick. Hmm. Let's let's go through this quick. Cradle to grave support, massive increase of taxation of private businesses, as well as basically a nationalization act or movement towards it, beginnings of UBI, creating more class warfare against the mega rich, child development and raising placed more in the hands of the government. This smells like socialism, doesn't it? Uh, Mr. German 1940s evil bad dude, he'd be proud. Um, just put an American flag on it. A couple of guys in brown shirts in front of Biden. You you have pretty much the same movement. Now, there's a nationalism difference there, right? This was the Nationalist Socialist German Workers' Party. So there's not that nationalist okay. movement in this. Now, but there's an international movement. But now, but now let's let, let's let's step on some toes of the Americans and the conservatives. Okay, I'm not trying to, but just hear me out. America first. Nationalist movement. Nationalism. Right. This kind of stuff happens when we're divided amongst our states. The states have more sovereign power than the federal government does. Mm -hmm. We have rights that are given to the states. Like America is a piece of land. Freedom is born in the heart of man. We have to be careful what we're submitting to. We got to be careful to the doctrine we're listening to. We got to be careful on what's happening out there. Dude, the bottom line is you as a citizen. Dude, gosh, let me let me say this to you. I was learning some things this weekend. I'm still going to do my homework. I'm going to throw some darts so we can study this more. Sheriffs are constitutional. Do you know why? Because you can vote them in and out. You can't do that to cops. They're hired. Are they constitutional? Police chiefs aren't constitutional. They're hired. So who's their accountability? They're hired hands. But sheriffs, we get to vote them in and out. That's constitutional. So why not defund the police and put it in the sheriffs again? So we have more sheriffs so we can vote them in and out. So we have, a, we have accountability to those sheriffs. See what I'm saying? I like that. Dude, there's, there's stuff that I'm learning all the time about liberty. 
And it scares me how much I bought into America first ideology. It's not anything to do with just America. America became great because its laws and its constitution was great because God is great because America was a bastion of liberty has nothing to do with the land itself. It's not red, white, and blue. It has nothing to do with presidents. It has everything to do with freedom and liberty. We got to quit. We got to quit talking about red, white, and blue and start talking about liberty. That's what shapes the, the patriotism of America is the Funda the fundamental beliefs that we all hold and the values that we all hold. And the problem is we're having a splitting of those values and those, those beliefs. So he's right. It's not about just red, white, and blue. It's the flag. So that's who I'm going to stand behind. Yeah. Because that's my flag. No, you stand behind the values and the beliefs that this country represents. And the problem is we're losing that. Yep. We're losing that. Cause those same Democrats are still flying that American flag. Some they might, no, they, they <laughs> might, they might burn it. They might, whatever, but it's still behind Biden. Still behind Kamala. They're still doing it, you know, or Kamala. Sorry, I don't want to. I'm not disrespecting her. I just don't know her name. So like that. Well, I, it, it comes off my tongue that way. So what I'm saying is this this land. God made this land great. Our law system made it great. It's not America itself. It's the Lord. So why not God first? Yeah. Right. Even our shirts make America constitutional again. You know what? Make America godly again. We got to start thinking that way too. You know what I mean? It's not just the constitution. It's what brought these laws. And guys, if you think about Romans 8, right? Let's go with Romans 8 for a minute. I was just talking about this earlier so we can get to Gloria, but yeah. the, Romans 8 says this, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Law is meant to keep you free. Law is not meant to bound you up. And GK, again, I was looking at GK Chester this morning. I had a bunch yeah. of quotes and he was going through my head. He said, when you disobey, when you break big laws, it doesn't create anarchy. It doesn't create division. It creates smaller laws. Think about it. You get enslaved more when you break the bigger ones. You break God's 10, guess what happens? Now we need this kind of law, this kind of law, this kind of law. You can't look at him. You can't do that. And if you're a murderer, you can still kind of get off. You know what I mean? Guys, they have lawyers now that can get you off of, of, of speeding tickets. They can get you off of murder. This is insanity that we're defending murderers. I did. Is it any wonder this is what we're falling into? The more you think about law, it's supposed to free me and restrain outside government. That's the job of law, especially in our country. And the attitude that has really come forth lately is the, the criminal is the victim. Totally. We, we have this, this belief that seems to be running through right now that you have to protect the criminal. Think about these riots. These people riot, they destroy property, and then they get... They get bailed out totally, dude, and never get charged. 100%. But the man who defends his bar or defends his storefront could be charged for murder if he happens to shoot one of the people that he feels his life's threatened by. We've decided to protect the criminal, and we're going after the victims. And when you try to protect nailed it criminality, your country will fail. It will fall apart, and we're noticing it from the bottom to the top. Criminality, yeah. evil, wickedness is just. It's got its fingertips and yep. everything, right? Yeah, guys, continue to share this. Uh, comment where you're from. If you have any questions about what we're talking about, please write, write them down. Thank you, Georgia, for tuning in. She's got a bunch of stuff. Heck yeah. Uh, Andrew was saying 17% surplus on steel. Uh, our, our wood, the, the oh. lumber's, lumber's astronaut. I wanted oh, to put a hey. fence in my backyard. I can't do that now. Oh, let me I tell I got to sell one of the kids. <laughs> let me tell you about prices. I, I was close. Lumber. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm <laughs> now, 
We've got someone special to introduce because this series is all about Be the Majority. And again, last week we had Julie McCarty. If you guys have not checked them out, truetexasproject.com. But what? So what? So Oh, sorry. We got to do the soap. <laughs> so guys, so we were out in, uh, in Ohio two, three weeks ago. And we met this lovely couple who prayed over our families who was just Amazing bomb, people. awesome people, our age, yep. uh, <clears throat> really young 40. And so they were wonderful people. And we stayed talking to them, but they gave us these soaps. And Mike will explain more, but they were awesome soaps. And we got, want you guys to check them out. Yeah. So let's go ahead and throw it up on the screen. Um, <laughs> I, I want you to see this. Their testimony is incredible, too. So, so just leave that on the screen for a second. This is Space Cadet Soaps. And you guys don't do sponsors you don't you don't do advertisement look well they not, paid for it <laughs> i was just gonna say they haven't paid us a dime obviously they're paying massey not me um with their soap they with gave their soap. To me. they gave us some soap they're amazing wonderful people out in ohio and we want you to check out this website they're spacecadetsoaps.com this stuff is completely natural yeah. completely simplified organic Awesome stuff. I've been using it. I love it. I was actually using the Dr. Squatch stuff before, and I'm using this stuff now. It's like, so uh, I'm sticking with it. Two, his name is Smiles. Her name is Space, legit. That's what their name is. And they were actually kind of free going hippies before they got saved. You should hear their testimonies. Incredible how God saved their yeah. soul when they were on drugs and God totally delivered them. So they've got this unique way of sharing their story, and, and their kids are godly. They're actually going to school to be ministers. Uh, just incredible people. So please support these guys. I mean, they're amazing and, people. And we'll post up the link for you again, but spacecadetsoaps.com. Go buy a bar. Let us know how you feel. I'm using it. I love it. And, and let I, them know just that, that we sent you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Let them know Self-Evident Ministries sent them or yeah. sent you to them. They didn't pay us anything for this. They, they just gave not. us a couple bar of soaps and my wife loves it and stuff like that. So here we are. So that being said, thank you, Massey. Now let's introduce our guest. We got... Four foot eleven of dynamite. This woman's incredible. Um, just a lot what she's doing for the schools in her local community. What uh, even when the mass mandates went down, she was one of the bulwarks of saying, "No, we're not going to comply to this." Uh, kept her business mostly open through the whole thing. Correct. Uh, she was seeing, you know, and, and just how that was civil disobedience. That is proper in the context of what she was doing. And so people are like, "She was rebellious." No, she's not. She was civilly disobedient, and she was doing it righteously. So, guys, I want you guys to welcome Miss Gloria Tucker. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Guys. Yeah, she, she's a little Thank nervous you. right now, no. but it's good because we got a lot of questions from Miss Gloria. And guys, so again, the, the whole be the be the majority series is to get you involved. So we had Julie McCarty last week. Like I said, she, we were talking about the community. Mm -hmm. She was starting groups. Now there's like eight. They're going to have 15 by the end of the year groups that are meeting pop ups all over the state of Texas. What can you do for our schools? What can someone do? Now, we're going to be homeschooling next year our kids because they were going to a school that does homeschool curriculums. But now we're going to fully homeschool our kids because we feel, you know. They got to go with me, you know, when we travel. I love having my boys with me. I, there's something about empowering my sons to watch their daddy fight for a nation or fight for things. And so we got, we brought Gloria in because she's doing something for uh, our schools. And Georgia Thomas said, Go, my friend. <laughs> Don't get nervous. No, Come on, girl. I'm good. So, Gloria, I'm good. we got a ton of questions. Why don't you yeah. start up? Okay. So, first, the, the first thing I want to ask you is what motivated you to decide I have to get involved? Okay. I've got to do something. Okay, so uh, 11 months ago, um, uh, in my local county, the uh, superintendent decided uh, to make a choice for the parents of, um, they decided to give us two choices, okay? Um, 
but the superintendent said that he would make the choice for us, <laughs> meaning it, it was- Here's your choice, but no yeah, choice. No choice, right. So what happened was he did this mass Zoom meeting with all- Of course he did. All the, yeah. right, all the parents, uh, what the new school year would look like. And we were watching intently, me and a couple of moms, and um, we we listened and we're like, did you hear what he just said? He said, we're going to do either distance learning or on campus in, in the classroom. But then at the end, he says, I'm going to decide. And we're like, okay, whether it be distance learning or in the classroom. Yeah. So it wasn't both choices. It was just his choice. He'll, he'll choose, he'll hey, choose. this is what I'm going to choose. This is what I'm going to choose for you know the entire county. So awesome. So that got us a little hot under the collar, so to speak. There was some, <laughs> you know. I picture these some, moms going, some, freedom! Yes, that's what we were saying. Little war paint. Yeah, but there was some foul language going on. It was Come on, bad. girl. It was bad. How, how we many cuss words did you throw out? <laughs> Just a couple. Dale, <laughs> let's be honest, Dale, her husband's waiting outside. Hear, so. how, many, how many words? Right. So what happened was uh, we got together and we started talking. I says, you know, we should start a Facebook page to uh, share and vent, you know, because we didn't like what we heard. Uh, so we started a Facebook page and basically the page says our children are choice. And the message was that um, I love that. We, yeah. I love we that. Started, is, we started is that the official group. name of it? No, um, it's, it includes the county okay. opening up the schools. Um, and our children, our choice, basically. Amen. Cool. Whether whether the you know, we it didn't matter if the parents uh, or the guardians wanted in-school uh, learning, learning or, or distance learning. Like we, if you want to go, go take, you know, if you wanted your child to go to school, that's fine. And if you wanted your kid to be home distance learning, that was fine too. But we did not want the superintendent to make that choice. I think he was overstepping and being yeah. tyrannical maybe yeah no <laughs> no no say it no i don't think he was overstepping he was overstepping Over, overstepping you know yeah. like the way i looked at it okay there's seven board members and i just think there's more of us than them and, and this is why <laughs> we we should have a voice right because we yeah. vote them in and you pay for but, it and we have know? tax right yes i mean that's yes right so uh so we got together and uh the mission you know the message was it was very simple um, in the first um, probably two weeks of the Facebook that went live, um, we had 600 members in, in two weeks. So then the media was calling and then it got even bigger after that. So the media, we got, we had gotten interviewed for local media. And once that happened, and I think the second week it was up to 1200 wow. and then it just grew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and now it's almost to 2000 and it's still growing. The people are still you know, signing on. Are you, so. are you finding that most of the attention you're getting is positive for, for doing this or is the group getting a lot of blowback? Um, well, then you have, well, you have the people that troll it. The trolls they, yeah. And, 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 and the teachers, you know, those teachers like to sneak in there and yeah. give their teachers opinion teams. and yeah, know. blow it up. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Don't so, let them. So, so no. I, I understand you wanted it for your choice and, you know, kids choices and mm -hmm. stuff like that, but, I remember when I first met you, um, I don't know if you were very active in politics or schools or anything like that, but I know that all of a sudden one day I look at you and you're like, she came to church and you were like, I got to do something. You started yeah. crying 
And it was like, oh my gosh, she's like taking this serious. What was that moment that really like flipped it for you where it okay. was like, okay, I'm done with yeah. this stuff. I got to do something. And you can cry. It's okay. Yeah, I, do, it's, I do it all the time. It, it was, it was my daughter. Uh, first of all, I have a 12 year old that was going into middle school and, um, she got accepted to this uh, program. Um, there's choice programs in public schools that I am, you know, a cheerleader for, but there's not enough. There's not enough of that. Um, and I had to break the news to her that I didn't want her to return because I didn't believe how the school year was going to look. So at, they just, we pushed back so hard that we got even the DOE involved, all the emailing, wow. all the phone calling. I have a friend at the DOE. I think her name is Yvonne. I called her every single day for two weeks. Wow. I did. And she knew me. She says, oh, hi, Miss Tucker. How you doing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're still not happy. <laughs> we're still not happy. They for you. Yes. Even the DOE, you know, yeah. I mean, in our property taxes, we pay a local and state tax to schools. And that's majority. It's half of your school property taxes. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, and the, the, what gets me about the property taxes, whether or not you have kids in the school system, right. your taxes go to the school system. Right. So if you're paying money into it, you should have a say in how it runs. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so we had, I had kind of compiled a list of what a school board member actually yes. does. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you pointed out was, well, wait a second, the superintendent works for the school board. They can hire or fire this guy, right? They can determine the budgets. They can create the calendars. They can decide openings and closings, evaluate the data, approve textbooks and curriculum, set discipline policies, add or cut school programs. Mm -hmm. The school board is supposed to be in charge of all this. So having a superintendent come out and say, I'm going to decide what this, no, 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 no. You're supposed to have a school board meeting open to the public. Public's supposed to voice their, their say, and then the school board is supposed to determine what's going to happen with this. Right. Yeah. And so what, what aspect of being a part of the school board do you think draws you to it the most? All right. Well, uh, well, they don't listen. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I it's think time the to listen, finally listen. Listen, I think listening um, it would be huge. Like the three points I would, I would do you know, in my campaign when I run is just three things and they sound simple, but they, they carry a lot of weight. Transparency is one. Yep. And under that, there's so much. Number two is curriculum. And number three, the budget. If I told you in my County, what the school budget, and this is just the school budget for the district is, it'll yep. blow your mind. Yep. It'd blow your mind. And you wonder where is this money going? That's right. It's right. like, I'd like so, to know. <laughs> no, that's right. Like, when's anyone? When has anyone ever audited these schools? Like the tax money, where it's going, all those things. Because I just got a text from my friend. He was playing devil's advocate. It was JD from Ohio. Uh, one of the smart, like seriously, one of the smartest guys I know. Uh, stuff he has me read. I'm like, I'm like on a like the low level. Give me the low level books. Like, give me the ones with pictures. You know what I mean? This guy's reading stuff that's like insane. But he said, "Isn't it cost? Doesn't it cost more to give choice? Like, you have to train people." to do online training for the kids and all these other things. And I was like, well, maybe, but when the money's being used inefficiently anyways, who's really auditing these people to make this money go efficiently? And why couldn't they video these comp these, these classrooms and things like that? So where they don't have to do that, where the parents can be the ones teaching at home with the kids. You know what I right, mean? Right. Right. Exactly. So do you have anything to that? Like, would it cost more to have in school? Like if you had the double choice, like either go in person or go online? Well, that was difficult. I mean, this past, you know, 
past school year, um, the teachers did not like it. I have to say they did. Yeah. What happened was we, they do, they try to get the parents involved in my County. And what they did is they gave us a survey. (laughs) They sent out a survey. So I'm like, and I read the survey and I, I filled it out and the survey said what the, the, it was either in school, in the classroom or distance learning. And it was split down the middle. I'm like, okay. It was 50, so 50. Yeah. So now <laughs> what? So, so that's what they did. Um, the next, this following uh, school year, they sent out another survey to the parents and the teachers and the teachers union came back and said 93% of them wanted no distance learning. The teachers said that. So that speaks volumes to the school board, obviously, because they're supposed to be yeah. You know, in cahoots, you know, they, you know, whatever. So um, that speaks volume that the, the teachers, um, we're not doing this anymore. So they're taking that away come the new school year. Yeah. And everybody's going to be back in the classrooms. Yeah. Which it's, it, and I know other school systems, the teachers unions have pretty much said, well, we need this and this and this yeah. and this and this and this and this before we'll go back. And I'm not, right. I'm not capping on the teachers themselves with mm-hmm. these unions. The, 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 it's just kind of got this hierarchy. You can't fire me. It's kind of a law like yeah. in the tenure stuff. And it's like, are we really hiring teachers for the best interest of the students in these unions? Or are we really watching out for the kids? You know what I mean? Um, someone just asked, what do you mean my campaign? What she asked, what, what is my, oh, what I'll is, be, I'll be running for school board and, uh, <laughs> you heard it, you here, heard folks. it here, you heard it here, baby. Woo. We got to support Miss Gloria. So yes. your campaign, how in this, this is getting into the action portion of this and, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into the school board stuff in a second, but mm-hmm. I I'd like you to kind of describe, okay, you, you say something has to change. Mm-hmm. I need to be involved. Okay, what's your next step? I, I want you to basically teach people like how do you how do you make that step? Because a lot of people look at running for an office as like oh, I can't do that. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I don't mm-hmm. have the connections. The time. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to step back and let somebody else do it. So they kind of walk through the basic steps of how does somebody start to get involved in that process? Well, you ask yourself that question. And um, if not, if not me, then who, if not, when, why now, you know, if not, how does that go? If not me, if not not you, then 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 who, who? if not now, now, then when, when, right. So um, uh, um, for me, it was a heart thing. And uh, again, I'm going to go back to my daughter. Uh, I actually removed her from the school, the, the public school system. Yeah. And uh, it broke my heart, broke her heart. Um, so I homeschool. Okay. And, and, it, and again, it's not, it was my, my beliefs and what it looked like the school year, what they were going to do to the kids. Cause it was tyrannical. It was just yeah. complying with, you know, it didn't, it, I just didn't approve of it, put it yeah. that way because of my, my, you know, my belief, my belief system. So it, it hit me hard in my heart and, um, I did get emotional over it. And I, and I spoke, I asked the Lord, is this, is this what you want me to do? You know, if it is, then you'll have to open some doors, yeah. you know, um, with this group that I started, it did. And then I started another Facebook page. I have another one also, and um the support comes from the parents i would say you know uh, local support um and um other coalitions that believe 
the same thing. I believe in like-minded people, like-minded people uh, that um, I teamed up with. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. that I teamed up with. You so, know? so kind of your first step really was was gathering with the other people that, that mm -hmm. really saw this as an issue and right. saying, hey, I'm going to do something here. Right. I'm going to run. Right. And and starting to coalesce that support and then finding some organizations yeah, that, totally. right. that stand with you as yep. well and right. saying, look, I'm going to run. But then again, this. also the, the education and the curriculum, what you guys were talking about the, the segment before was just getting me hot and fired up. I was like, no, and that's kind no, of the, that's kind of the no. glory I wanted to show yeah, up right now. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, Get that the, fired up. She gets fired up. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, the if you, if the you ever meet this woman, she's four foot 11 and she will, she <laughs> will a fire man. But the education is, it's important. I mean, and it, especially with socialism and everything that they want the kids, they, they want to brainwash yep, the kids. Absolutely. And, and, uh, the curriculum is really important. Like, me homeschooling my daughter versus yep. the curriculum in public school, night and day. Unbelievable. Completely different. Night and day. And and it's a Christian based, you know, curriculum. And and it's so much easier. It's so simple. Just like <laughs> Jesus. It's so simple. They yet, like the public good. schools make it so difficult, you know? Yeah. And so complicated. And so, it and it makes it where the parents don't they can't get involved. That's right. That's right. Hey, I, I want you to comment on a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Uh Lisa Keller from Michigan, she's a dear, dear friend. Her mm -hmm. husband, uh, I, just, I was just up there at their event. She said, one of the problems with school money from the government is that it's earmarked for specific programs. The state, for example, may give us a hundred grand for program A, and it can mm -hmm. only be spent on program A. We have heard repeatedly use it or lose it. What say you to that? Do we want to get rid of that? Because this is insane. At the federal level? Yeah. Well, federal yeah, and state, you know, we're, we're getting yeah, money yeah. everywhere. Well, I, 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 well, I started a petition too. So <laughs> I protest, I petition, I call, I email. I bug them. Good. You bug them. You have Somebody's to bug them. You have to. I mean, I, like I said, I made a friend at the DOE, Department of Education, <laughs> and, and, you know, locally here. And it, it's like, uh, she was my friend. She's, we understand. It's funny how you may talk to the lay people and not get to the head honcho. And their hearts hurt just as much because I shared our story to this one person. And she says, yeah, my daughter is a teacher and she's going through this. Mm -hmm. So they're, listen, I, Kudos to teachers. Like I, I couldn't I do it. I, I You're couldn't right. do it. Kudos to teachers. For real. I mean, I do respect them. It takes a special person. Yes, it, it is, does. man. And there is you good teachers teacher. out there. Mm -hmm. There is good teachers, and I know good teachers. But you know, with this this union hovering over them, they're so afraid to speak out. Yeah. Yeah. Job. Because they. Yeah. That. You know. They're, so, they're so afraid. question from Gary. Maybe you can help answer this too. When, and I'll answer with you. Mm -hmm. uh, when did the teachers union and the parents become adversaries? Socialism? Question mark. Yeah, socialism. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean it. And, like, and when did it happen? Like, so when, when when was this stuff progressively happening? We talked about this before. So. Yeah, especially right. because it was good around, question around the like fifties and sixties that um, the the and this is going to sound cliche, but the Marxist agenda, the communist agenda that was actually coming over from the soviet union right mm -hmm. soviet union was actually sending marching orders to the communist parties that had started up in america and one of their their codes of conduct if you want to call it their agenda items is to infiltrate organizations and especially unions because yeah. unions are collectives yep and so what happened during especially the 50s and 60s is the the thing about being a communist is you have this religious zeal to do whatever's necessary. You have these uh, these these academics who will go work in a factory for twenty years because they're a communist and they need to start a union in the 100%. factory. And so what they'll do is they'll they'll 
infiltrate their people into these unions, especially the teachers unions during the 50s, 60s. And they started turning things and shifting things under the radar to become really communist driven movements. Now, is every single teacher in a teacher's union communist? Not by any means, but what comes out, especially of the leaders' mouths, are communist talking points, are, are collectivist movements towards communist ideals. And I want somebody to answer me, who is the, the person that is going against the union? And what I mean by that is, so in a private business, and this is just kind of a teaching moment, in a private business, at least you have management that is going up against the union. So they kind of, they try to balance each other out, right? Union fights for this, management fights back. They both kind of have their edge that they play and, and they, they try to level each other. There is no adversary to the public union. The only adversary that's there is the government, which the union endorses and campaigns for and gives dollars to the people in the government. So they end up putting their guy in place and then they're negotiating with their guy. And so what happens is the public unions end up, they, they win, they win. And when they try to fight, you know, you saw this in Chicago, what do you get? You get strikes where your schools are empty for a year, right? There's, there's no adversarial maneuver there. And the teachers unions really start to set their faces against the individual ideology, like individualism of America around that same time that the communist fingers were getting in there. So now it's no longer the teachers and, and the parents and the students are all kind of look, working for the same goal. It's the union saying, everybody get in line with us or we're going to try and squash you. And so that's, that's, <laughs> the short answer of that, mm -hmm. but yeah, <laughs> the short answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so any other comments, questions? There's, there's tons. The, uh, let's see. Ding, ding, ding. That's it. Hence our government. Uh, the curricula is definitely a problem, but here's how it works. My recent experience was the English department was presented with materials from three companies. Uh, it's garbage curriculum, one, two, and three. The number of curriculum packages available is limited, but we were told had to choose one. We can't, we can't have no curriculum and no resources, but there are also no good choices. So there's a lot of this stuff kind of going on right. that, that obviously there's more problems than just yeah. what, right. you know, what's presented with money. I mean, there's mm -hmm. obviously they've infiltrated so far as we're going to teach you what we want to teach you yeah. done plain and simple. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know, Gloria, I it's, it's, there's so much here. Uh, yeah. So he's right. Uh, JD just said, I've only been uh, able to listen in and out, but the teacher education is the problem. How we teach our teachers, much yeah. like doctors, they're just taught. Just yeah. give a vaccine. Don't question it. Don't nothing. Mm -hmm. Just prescribe young kids with pills. Mm -hmm. Don't question it. Don't nothing. If they're hyper, you just got to pop a pill in yeah. them. And you know the, what I mean? The funny yeah. thing is a lot of teacher education at this point is now classroom management and, and classroom procedures um, and, and how to give information that's given to you. There doesn't, you know, when, when I was in, in college, there, there was not a whole lot of how do you critically think about the information that's given to you so that your students can critically think it, they pay lip service to the idea of critical thinking. And, and I, I know I'm going on a bit of a soapbox, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the, the, the teacher 
education at this point is the teacher really has to kind of teach themselves the material when they get into the classroom, but the material that's handed to them is chosen <laughs> by, right. can I, can I yeah, talk, can it. I speak to that? Okay. So the teachers, um, I would say I have a son that went through the public system and, um, and, and college and everything. So they, the curriculum they give them, um, they can't be creative. That's no. the problem. And the curriculum locally, I could say in my local uh, county, history is taught maybe 25 minutes out of the whole day. And and American history, I'm talking about American. They, they yeah. give him history. I remember my son in middle school, they, he was on China for six weeks. I'm like, where's American history? Like, I, I question yeah. it. I, I question the teacher. So well, this is the curriculum. You have to go by the, really? You have to go by the curriculum. I'm like, and that's, uh, you know, I, which is okay. Maybe you could spend a week on China, maybe the other five weeks on American history, because yeah. that's where we live in America, right? And, and so, that's part of the problem is you, especially with the pressure of the teachers unions mm -hmm. and the school boards and the superintendents is when a teacher tries to step out. Mm -hmm. you know, I have family members who, teachers that have, have gotten squashed because the system does not want them to teach the way that they know is best for their kids. And these curriculums that especially are coming out, these curriculums, a lot of them are twisted. The critical race theory is making its way into a lot of these curriculums. Don't get me started. twisted. <laughs> Don't right? get me started. With that. No, but see, again, so Gloria, what, what can we tell these people out there how to get involved if their passion is their kids in the schools? Like I said, we had Julie talk about how to start something in community, something small, Facebook yes. stuff, and then, you know, all these other things. But what could, what could the average person do well you could facebook pages are great but you know you have to go to school board meetings you have to attend those you have to email them you have to call them uh uh so you, a, you could it's protest. more than just a weekend warrior yeah, like no it, there's a, you have to push back i mean you have to have a voice the parents they just just have to get involved you know yeah. um it's not even you know okay it's my daughter but the next generation Come on. You know, I'm looking at the next generation. That's Thomas Paine. Yeah. Thomas looking, Paine said it, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the next generation, and, and even in a biblical sense, you know, we want to still spread the gospel. Once we're gone, you know, we want to leave it for our children Amen. to spread the gospel, too. It's the same thing with education. If And and this, these curriculums, um, going back to the—they're called BIDS. You know, we were talking about—who um, mentioned that? The, uh, the English? Yeah. Uh, okay. So— um, we question in my county, um, there's another candidate running in a different district. So I'm in a county with seven. So there's seven seats, but they're not all up right now. They're, there's four up. So if you get a hold of four out of yeah. seven, that's pretty. That's time to start majority. running. It's, it's the majority. time to swing it. Yeah, this trying to do year, it, right? right? So you get like-minded uh, parents, grassroots, grassroots, you know, uh, parents that uh, think with their hearts and not, you know. Um, so anyway, going back to the curriculum. They ask parents, a fo they're called focus groups, and they ask parents where there's a bid coming up this year, and it's on math. And you can actually reach out to the school board and say, I'd like to be on the focus group. I'd like to see what you have up for bid, what publishers. And there's like three. And they bring in the parents, and they look at this math with other teachers and, yeah. and other people or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going. Good for you. Sign me up. <laughs> so they have my name and my number, and when they're ready, they'll give me a call. 
and I'll, I'll get in there and That's check awesome. it out. Yeah. Why not? Right. Why and, not? And I love that because you're, what you're giving is you're, you're giving those, those easy to do steps. Yeah. Of, look, go to a school board meeting yes. once in a while. Email sign, them. Sign yeah. Up yeah make focus. your voice heard when yeah. you're there too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yep. and you can sign up for these focus groups. You can, you can do something mm -hmm. and move forward. Yep. And the mm -hmm. more active you get, the more likely you are right. to decide I need to do something to change this yep. and what's going on. I mean, here. you remember, you remember we did that school board meeting here about two months ago and like 35 pastors showed up mm -hmm. and it changed mm -hmm. something. Yeah. The, the, the school board thought, man, these guys, they, they mean business, mm -hmm. you know, not only us, but hundreds of parents came out, hundreds of parents came out yeah. speaking in the opposition of what they were trying to push. You can do something. You know what I mean? We can all do something. We can all get involved. You know, uh, again, her calling was, I got to go help the kids. It's it's right there where they're getting nailed, right? Where we go to colleges and stuff and high schools and, and, and do these youth events and things because that is the next generation, right? And it's like Carrie and I were talking probably a month ago about we got to do a children's curriculum, like a real children's curriculum because these little kids, they're just so like Tuttle Twins. I mean, why reinvent the wheel, right? Just buy their stuff and give it to kids. But like, seriously, they're amazing. Tuttle Twins is amazing, right? Like all these things and you can do something. And she's just coming on to show you, look, I'm just one person, but look what one person can affect. And that's exactly why we had her on. Yeah. So to close it out, not give us your best campaign speech, no. but but you, you kind of gave your three focal points, mm -hmm. right? What's something that you do want to say to those who are listening, especially people who are like, I don't know, you know, what can I really make a difference, right? Well what's in your heart? Like you have to look at your children and the next generation. I, I just don't see how you cannot not get involved. You know, um, uh, I was, it just hit me where it hurts, I guess, you know, um, I was passionate about it. Um, parents need to get involved with their children's education. If you don't, um, you know, they're, they're, they may turn on you. You know what I mean? They may, they may turn on you and you don't even know it, it happened. Um, uh, just get involved. I, I don't know what more to say. Just, you know, look at it, um, that, that it may, you won't recognize this country really, you know, because of the curriculum. I, I, I feel like what they're teaching our kids is something that if you believe it, if you don't believe it, but it, it, most of the parents that, that I gathered and, and wanted to share their thoughts and, and vent about things, they're all on board. You know, yeah. they're, you know, you find your, um, like-minded people, you know, and you support each other and encourage each other and you just start locally, you know, at a, at a local level and, and, you know, find those parents. And I think, I think something you said really resonated in mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, it, if you don't do something, yeah. somebody else, else is, is in gonna, charge of your right, kids. Exactly. We actually, so we had a news bit that I just, I want to read this quote from the news bit, because I think this just, it, it really encapsulates what you're going to put up with if you're not, you know, getting involved. Mm -hmm. And so it was about Idaho and Idaho just passed a law that bans critical race theory. I was reading an NPR article about it, and in this news report, a girl named Shiva 
Rajabahandari, Asian American high school sophomore in Boise, called the bill government censorship. This is what she said per quote, Idaho is nearly 90% white. Members of the legislature hate people who look like me so much that they will do anything within their power to hide the history of oppression that people of color have experienced. Tell me she hasn't been taught that. Truth. She's been taught that. That's something that somebody has taught her day in and day out. And if you guys don't understand why it's important to be involved, this is why. Because somebody has been teaching her that. This did not come just naturally. She was taught that everybody hates her and everybody's trying to oppress yep. her. And your kids will be taught that, or they'll be taught that they are the oppressor, that they are evil and wicked and have original sin that cannot be reconciled with because they have a certain skin color. And any last words, thoughts, anything you want to? I'm just encouraging the, you know, the parents out there to get involved. Um, it, it's at a local level. Um, it doesn't matter how big your, your town or county or, you know, in, in different states, it's different. Um, uh, but, you know, look at your kids' curriculum, you know, uh, you know, reach out to the teachers and ask them, you know, what they, you know, how they're, they're teaching the, their child, you know, communicate. Communication is, is real good. Uh, what we did, like I said, I can only tell you what we did lo locally and, we just put pressure on them, you know, cause we didn't like what we saw cause we, we love our kids. Right. And, and we want the best for our kids and they are our choice. Nobody else can tell us what to do with our own children. Come right. On. And it's, you know, it's your school system and, and, and God gave them to us, right. <laughs> They're a blessing and God gave it to us and it's our job to raise them. It's our I, job to raise them, you know, in a, in a, for me, in a, in a, in a godly way, yeah. you know, a and, biblical way. And I think people don't have it figured out that it's their school system. It's mm -hmm. your school system. Mm -hmm. It's not the American governments and you have nope. no say. It's your school system teaching your kids. You are giving your kids to be taught by that school system. You can determine how it's run. Exactly. And you're going to. And there's right? more of us. Yeah. There's more of us than, than the school board. Move. You know, that, 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 no, right. That was Do the it. biggest, uh, that was the biggest thing. Even a teacher told me that she says, just remember, and, and this hit me really hard. She goes, there's seven of them and there's more of you. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Thousands. You're right. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're right. So, so that being said, Gloria, thank you so much for being here. Thank you on. for having me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. She kicked butt, it. didn't I she? I love you guys. Didn't this she? This is great. It was fun. <laughs> just wanted you to know she just announced her candidacy <laughs> on the podcast. So we have to support that. We have to totally support that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So be sure to check her out and we'll keep you guys up to date on when she runs and everything like that. Meaning, keep in tune with us, guys, because we're going to keep this series going. We've got a couple more things planned for you also do not forget to check out space cadet soaps great soap we wanted to give them a shout out we love those guys they're really doing the lord's work they just they are so on fire for god and that's a beautiful thing so support them yep. they don't give us a dime but we love them we love what they're doing they got hearts of gold and do not forget to check us out the self-evidenttruth.com be sure to buy some merch like this great shirt right here 1776truth.store be sure to check us out on all the social media. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, all of that. You get the point. That being said, yep. this is Massey. 
Adios. I'm Mike. Thank you so much to Gloria. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. We love you guys. Have a great night.